Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello, this is Robert. Hello, Robert. This is Winston from um, Find Your Flow. How are you today? Excellent, Winston. Great to have the opportunity to connect with you. Yeah, thank you so much for your time and for uh, making, you know, letting me set an appointment with you to to interview you for the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I want to. Go ahead. What's that? Sorry. I'm sorry, I, I lost you for just a second, but uh, I'm back. Awesome, awesome. I was just saying, yeah, thank you so much for your time and uh, making you know time out of your day. To, uh, to let me interview you. I really appreciate it. Excellent. I'm happy to. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, so I, I didn't want to overwhelm your send you a bunch of stuff. Um, basically, I like to keep it really simple and, you know, um, informal. Uh, I do want, of course, make sure that you get uh, to plug, you know, the things that are going to be most impactful for you. And um, I know that you, uh, you know, have a membership, a free membership um, you know, assessment that you offer, is that what you most would want to uh, be able to offer at the end of the, at the, end of the interview? I think the, uh, probably the best thing would be that book, uh, Retention Point, yeah. um, letting folks know that that exists. And, um, you know, it's ten, for 10 bucks, they can get a, a pretty darn thorough uh, primer in how to grow a membership. Nice. Okay, that's good. That's something I need to pick up then because I've not read that one. And that's just available on Amazon. Um, so yeah, anybody can just grab that and it's all good. Nice. Okay, perfect. And um, so these days, okay, perfect. And is there anything else that you, anything specific that you would want to make sure that I ask you about or that we talk about? Um, really, whatever is useful for your audience is fine with me. Okay, excellent. So yeah, um, I'll uh, go ahead and do, um, you know, first uh, kind of an introduction. And I, I was reading your introduction that's on your um, your website, robertscrub.com, and that one looks really good to me. Is that an okay introduction to use? Yeah, by all means. Okay, perfect. So what I'll do is, you know, after we, um, you know, uh, once we get going, I'll let it go silent for a few moments. And then I'll go right into the introduction, welcome you onto the call, and then um, you know I'm gonna kind of share my how I first heard about you, which um, you know back when I was um, you know subscriber with um, Dan Kennedy and uh, got his monthly newsletters, and I read your book, uh, The Official Get Rich Guide to Information Marketing, which was uh, just really impactful for me. It really, um, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it just was really exciting. And so that's what kind of got me started in the 
information marketing side of things. And, um, you know, the, what I learned from that, the way to process and, you know, create this kind of in, that, that pyramid, the information marketing pyramid, I think was just one of like such a huge concept. So that's kind of what I'll probably start off with and just kind of ask you about how you got into information marketing and, uh, you know, where you're at now with your business and, and, you know, what you, the kind of people you like to help. And then we can just kind of go from there and uh, generally try to keep the podcast around 20 to 30 minutes. If we go a little over, that's okay too. Um, but that's about it. Any uh, questions about anything? That sounds easy. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> awesome. All right. And so, um, so I'll send them at the end to the retention point book in Amazon and, um, and I'll, uh, point them to yeah I'll, I'll put it i'll tell them i'll put a link in the show notes so uh, that's the second way they can find it awesome robert well um okay then i'm gonna go ahead and uh go silent for a few moments and then i'll go into the introduction okay okay sounds great all right perfect Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special guest. Today's guest is somebody who I've had the good fortune to have learned about years ago and had a big impact on my business and where I'm at today with what I'm doing today with the Find Your Flow movement. And uh, this man is a CPA, a CAE. He's recognized as one of the best member retention specialists in the world. His experience is unique in that it bridges the world of nonprofit associations and causes, as well as for-profit membership and subscription companies. The first 10 years of his career, Mr. Strobe consulted with more than 47 associations, creating marketing campaigns for membership, conferences, sponsorships, and events for dozens of different industries. For the next 10 years, he worked with for-profit information marketers in hundreds of niches to sell home study courses, seminars, online training, eBooks, and coaching programs. Mr. Scrub's profound understanding of the member experience enables him to encourage member engagement and build relationships with memberships that last for years, with members that last for years. In a world where obscene churn rates are all too common and even accepted, Mr. Scrub is able to transform customer relationships he calls one-night stands into long-term memberships. So uh, while Mr. Scrub has earned a master's in accountancy degree from Florida State University and became a CPA, he's most proud of being a marketer, copywriter, husband, and dad. Uh, Mr. Scrub and his wife, Corey, have two children. Their daughter, Samantha, attends Florida State University, and their son, Robert William, is in junior high school. In his spare time, Mr. Scrub runs and smokes Partagas, number 10 cigars, although rarely at the same time does he run and smoke the cigars. So, Mr. Robert Scrub, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, it's, a, it's my pleasure and honor to be part of your program. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, sir. My pleasure for ha for having the opportunity. I really appreciate it. So, um, yeah, so I just kind of want to start off and let my uh, listeners know. So uh, we talk here about flow and flow states and uh, break it into mind flow, body flow, spirit flow, social flow, and cash flow. And uh, the talk today is going to primarily be about uh, cash flow, and then also some social flow. As we're talking about memberships, we're talking about information marketing. And uh, the, the way that I first learned about Robert and his um, teachings is uh, many years ago, I read a fantastic book 
called the official guide, uh, official get rich guide to information marketing and how to build a million dollar business within 12 years. And so uh, it was a very powerful book. It had a lot of impact on me personally. And I really uh, took it to heart and started trying to practice and put into um, action the things that I learned in that book. So how did you, Robert, get into information marketing? Well, you know, the information marketing, what I discovered was, was really very similar to what I had been doing in the association world for all these years. You know, info marketers were publishing magazines, and I had all, you know, learned how to do that for years. They were putting on conferences, and I was putting on dozens of conferences. They were, you know, creating books and manuals, and I had done a bunch of that myself. But, you know, the info marketing world that uh, Dan Kennedy was really the leader of uh, is, was, 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 do, was doing all the same stuff, but they were for-profit, for and I was non-profit. Uh, but what it helped me was I already knew the pieces of how to create all those things. What I needed to learn was the direct response marketing uh, side that the info marketers knew, which was really how it all needed to be about value and in, in the, in the problem solved of the member versus what we were thinking about, which was you know publishing content. And so that was really the big switch when I figured out from the for-profit side, oh, I got to make everything not about the information, but about the positive impact it has on their life, then, um, then that, that changed everything. And uh, what we found was I was able to get better results in the nonprofit world, and then eventually translated that into the for-profit as well. Wow, that is really cool. Um, yeah, that's a neat, neat perspective to, to, to move from these things that you were doing with the magazine publishing, with creating um, conferences, and then doing that in a nonprofit um, category, and then being able to see how direct marketers were doing essentially the same kind of things, but the way you're presenting the value, um, that shift in the value from just the content itself to, hey, we're solving a specific problem for, for you, and uh, using direct marketing to target those people and get that response, that is really cool. So um, what ways have you made that transition? In what ways have you said, okay, now that I'm, you know, making the shift and moving more toward direct marketing, how has that impacted your business and, and what you're doing? Well, it's actually kind of remarkable because I still generate clients uh, in the, you know, in the association world. And I, you know, certainly I'm talking all the time from, you know, any any business that's a subscription business or wants to be, you know, whether it's you know f uh, nutraceuticals where you know uh, that they get a, or a publisher or a SaaS business or even an association uh, subscription box, uh, I'm talking to them and working with them as clients, and so it's kind of like a little bumblebee where I get to take ideas that you know one type of business does well and pollinate them into an, a, another type of business. And, and uh, so I, I find myself, uh, you know, sharing ideas and taking the best of the different organizations in order to make it into one. But, you know, now um, what I found is that really subscriptions are 
really one of the most powerful offers that you can have. Um, and because it generates recurring revenue for you and um, it, it builds a better relationship with your customer uh, when you do it right. Um, and, and so that's, you know, that's really how I've been able to kind of shift uh, from that, for, that nonprofit world to the for-profit you know, magazines and consulting now to really working with them all on, on, but, but focused on membership. Wow, very, very cool. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, different industries represented by our listeners today, and so I'm sure there's some of them out there wondering, is this something that would apply to my business? You know, is this industry specific, or is this something that anybody in any industry can do? Well, it, it is certainly uh, there is a shift where customers are interested in uh, paying monthly versus owning a product. And I remember even in 2004, if you, know, you had asked a, a customer before then to go into monthly payments, they would have told you all the reasons why their religion wouldn't allow them to. And you know, now customers are accepting of monthly payments, and many appreciate it. So you know, if, if, if the automobile industry is looking at, all right, now instead of a, selling a car or even leasing a car, how can we, you, we sell a, a subscription to a car? And that entitles you to the use of a vehicle um, over time. Or you know, the same with boats or the same with you know, even scooters are now subscription. Mm -hmm. So you know, there is really a shift from uh, this idea that they have to own the tool to, huh, I can just have a subscription that will give me access to a package of tools when I want them. And so if your business, you know, even if you've been traditionally, uh, you know, a, a sales business for all these years, you know, let's take a look and see how maybe consider a subscription structure may be more beneficial for you and your customers. Hmm. Yeah, that is really cool and uh, a very interesting point that there that you make that there's been a shift from owning to monthly payments, and that's something I've certainly noticed with uh, within our household where um, uh, we were just talked about it last night. I think where we're noticing that hey, you know, we don't even have cable anymore. Now we have these all these different um, premium subscriptions essentially for entertainment. And basically everyone we know is, or most people we know are also doing that. And it seems to be, um, you know, just kind of the way, like you said, you know, a shift that customers are looking for. So how does a, a business, um, you know, you said, you know, even with sales and the, the car is also a, a really interesting thing too. Um, when somebody's kind of trying to make that shift, what kind of things should they be looking for? What kind of um, things might they want to start with? Yeah, the biggest mistake uh, that I see membership marketers make is that they think it's all about the tangible value. And you know, the subscription box are the worst in this particular mistake, but they will um, they'll go, well, you know, I want to deliver $200 worth of goods for my $50 subscription box. Mm -hmm. And that may be a fine ratio. Uh, but if you go to improve retention, you can't double retention by delivering $400 worth of goods in the box for $50. It doesn't, 
it doesn't scale. And so really retention is not at all about the core value or the retail value of the, of the product. It's about the way the product makes your customer feel. Because mm. that's the key part of any premium product is it's not about the value. For instance, you know, but clients of mine since 2003, the Harley-Davidson dealers of Florida, you know, when a Harley-Davidson is not sold based on, you know, price or, you know, the CCs or mm. anything, it's based on how it makes you feel. The commercials all talk about that, whereas a Honda, they might talk about the engineering or the size or the speed, you know, zero to 60 in a certain time, or heaven forbid, they may even talk about the price. Mm. Um, but, but, you know, here you have Harley-Davidson that sells more than 50% of all motorcycles in their category. They are the premium product, premium price. Um, and a premium experience, and yet they have more than 50% of the market share. Um, so, you know, I don't know of another market segment where the premium provider has 50% of the market share, but the, they they know for a focus that it's not about the value of what they're delivering. It's all how that what they're delivering makes the customer feel. Wow, you, and that's, that's a secret to membership as well. Interesting. That's so huge. That is such a big, um, wow, it's a big concept, you know, because I, I think a lot of us who, you know, maybe been in business or tried to try to build a business and we're trying to list out all the, you know, pros of our product or our service and, and you know, bullet points and line items and, uh, you know, features and we're trying to really sell it. And, um, you know, and you had kind of mentioned this early on, too, in the interview where you were talking about uh, when you made the shift from doing these nonprofit associations to the direct mail, uh, direct marketing, direct response side, how you saw the value moving from, um, from the, the content itself to the problems that it's solving for people. And now you're kind of tying that in, too, with how it's making people feel. And I think that's such a, it's like kind of more of a personal and, um, you know, genuine connection almost is, is like you're, you're more understanding what this is really going to do for somebody and you're just sharing that as if, if you're, if you were going to, you know, re recommend a movie or something to a friend, you wouldn't talk about like, you know, all the bullet points so much as how it made you feel, how much you liked it. And, and that kind of sounds mm -hmm. like what you're saying. Is that right? Yeah, it's you know, you're because really you're the difference between a product sale, a one-time, one-off, you know, what I call a series of one-night stands, mm -hmm. and a relationship is really everything. I mean, you know, there's really nobody you know, after you know maybe 25 years old that uh, that thinks that a series of one-night stands is you know a life plan. Um, they, they, they start training, you know, they figure out pretty quick that that's there's not very fulfilling. And, you know, trying to simply provide product for a fee isn't going to be fulfilling for your customer either. So you have to progress and move in the relationship. So, um, you know, what does that, you know, you know, how can you have a mission beyond simply providing, 
of stuff for a price? You know, is there a greater thing, a cause that your business is built upon? Um, are you, uh, how are you engaging your members into a thriving community? Um, and are you giving your members recognition for what they're, um, you know, how they're progressing and growing within the community? These things um, really act as glue to keep your subscribers in for years instead of days or weeks. Wow, I'm taking notes, so I'm uh, right, trying to write as fast as I can. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, wow, that last one's good. So, and there's a lot more of this in a lot, lot more detail. I published a, a new book called Retention Point that's available on Amazon. And um, what that book talks about is, you know, everybody's got members that love them and, and you know, you really you know, are inspired by what they're delivering and can't wait to tell all their friends. That's what I call those, those members have gotten to the retention point where, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't kick them out if you wanted to. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas, um, you know, a lot of your members don't get there. And so this book is all about how to get more people more of your people that you're signing up to that point. And the uh, book is just simply available on Amazon. It's just a few bucks. And uh, it goes into, you know, it'd be, it's a quick, a brief read. So in an hour or two, you can have a pretty thorough understanding of, of all this. That is awesome. And that will be my uh, in-flight reading for tomorrow as I take off. So I'm really excited about that retention point on Amazon. Awesome. Um, you you are crushing it, Robert. So you said um, one thing you said that was like pure genius was product for a fee. Uh, how, how you pointed out the product for a fee, you know, is similar to the one night stand. It's unfulfilling. You know, a series of one night stands is unfulfilling. Um, and then you also said your mission, uh, or what is your company mission or um, organization's mission beyond just providing stuff for a price? And I mm -hmm. think that's such a neat. Um, way to think of it because I, you know, I think it's easy for business owners to fall into that trap of like, hey, I've got this product, and oh, you know, we're doing a discount sale or a fire sale, and just getting to that like just very salesy, very product sale, one-off, one-night stand kind of mentality. And uh, if that's your business model, then then there's not that long-term greater cause, you know, and you start talking about engaging members into a community, and I think that that's a really neat um you know neat point to make that by recognizing them and building this community around your greater cause that's where the members feel like they're a part of something bigger and that's where they hit that retention point where you you they want to stay in that that kind of it yeah and and so now instead of it be only you that that, that they are there for uh, they love to be there for everybody else uh yeah, they they you know so now the community helps you keep them in your in, in the helps you retain them better than maybe even the product that you're delivering. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that is really really cool. And, and so go ahead. And I've got a little story if you want that kind of illustrates that. Definitely. Yes. So, I, you know, when you maybe you're, if you're 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 married, aren't you, Winston? Yes, sir. Mhm. Mm so, uh so somebody gives you a recommendation on where to go for a for a nice meal you uh, you're going to take your your wife out now whether she whether you have a good experience or not 
is at least partially dependent on whether she has a good experience, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and this first time you go, you know, you know, the service has got to be right, the food's got to be great, you know, and even if all this is going well, and then your wife goes in the bathroom and that thing is a mess, then like mm. the whole gig is off, right? None of it. Right. The whole it's a washout. It's a, what a you know. She might be a good sport about it, but you're not going back. Right. Um, And so at the beginning of this relationship with the restaurant, trust is crucial. They have got to deliver on that essential value proposition. If they're an upscale place, you know, man, every every little detail has got to be perfect. If it's a family place, well, then he's got to have this casual, you know, good feel uh, you, know, you know, sort of feeling to it, but it's got to be consistent with with what what it promised, and that's the key is delivering what you promise in that beginning of that relationship. Now, Winston, have you gone to a restaurant so often where that they the, the servers kind of know what you already want, and that they maybe even know your name? Yes, yes, guilty, yes. So, if in that restaurant. Uh, does it matter if the service isn't perfect one day? No, we we give them a lot more leeway for sure. Right, because now it's really not about trust. You're beyond that. You've mm-hmm. you as a customer, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect anymore. Isn't that amazing as a business? You can get to a point with your customers, your best customers, where it doesn't even matter how well you execute because it's not about the perfect execution now it's about making them feel important mm-hmm. by recognizing you by calling you by name remembering your order now you feel special you feel seen and you by doing that within your membership you it, it, you've moved beyond this trading value for a fee and by helping them feel seen feel important that's that's more valuable to them than really the the value of the goods. And then mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah, that's really good. Can, mm-hmm. can you feel that? And then now the mm-hmm. third time, Winston, have you have you gone to a restaurant so often that not only you know the the the, the owners and the servers and people that work there and they know you, but you also know their other regulars? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we uh, do see the same faces um, at, at places we frequent, indeed, yeah. So now it becomes, it doesn't even matter if they're executing well, because, heck, if the if the service isn't right, you might jump behind the bar and, and uh, fill <laughs> somebody's drink uh, or water or what have you, because, you know, they trust you, you trust them, and, and now you'll go even – regardless of the restaurant, you're going to see your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it doesn't become the focus. And so if in your membership, by by first, you've got to you got to send them what you promised, and that's all about trust. That, that Those first couple of hours and few weeks, my goodness, you have got to make a connection and, and deliver what you promised, or else the game is over, and it's over darn quick. Um, next, it transitions, and it transitions pretty darn fast from that trust because, you know, they come to expect that. That's After all, that's what they paid you for, right, mm-hmm. initially, uh, to making them feel important. 
And then after that, you want to connect them to the community and help them engage so that now they're not staying only because of what you're delivering, but they're also staying because their friends are there. And they wouldn't quit because they don't want to quit on all their friends. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. That is really cool. That's a great story. And, uh, yeah, I see I see that. I feel it. I, I get what you're saying. It makes so much more sense now because um, I think that is uh, such a it, – it's not the way I had been trying to go about that before. And I honestly kind of given up on that – not given up on it, but pushed it off to the back end of, like, how to build the community side because it was – I didn't see the connection between – the way you just broke it down, which I think is really uh, an interesting and very easy way to, to get what you're saying. So when, when you're helping people, because you, this is what you do, right? You help people develop these kind of membership programs. How do you, like, where do you start with people? Do you, you know, at the very beginning or are some of these people already going and you help them tweak it or what's your, what's your overall process look like? Yeah, most of my clients today are 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 pretty large businesses, you know, generating you know 25 million or more in subscription revenue. Uh, and I do have a few startups still that come around from time to time, but uh, but I you know I had one today where uh, you know first I look at their numbers and kind of see you know that's kind of like a blood test for me, um, mm-hmm. you know where you know a doctor does the blood and can kind of sees all right you're within range here, you're out of range there, and, you know, this means this. So by looking at their numbers and what they're, how, when are, how long are people staying, um, how, when, when is it that they're quitting, uh, how many people do they have that have been a member for three years or more or two years or more or one year or more versus how many people have been a member for the first, you know, 90 days, and looking at those statistics, I can get a pretty good idea of exactly what's happening in this membership where, you know, the total number of members won't really give you that. And then next I look at, you know, what is it, how they, what are they using to sell their members? And then what is they, what are they delivering? And so I'm kind of looking for that trust piece. And then next, how are they onboarding? How are they creating a relationship with a member? I kind of call it a member on ramp. Uh, where you're getting your members up to speed, um, you know. For instance, you wouldn't when you do one of your new streaming shows. You don't start with season four, episode six. You mm-hmm. start with season one, episode one, and go from there. Well, in your subscription, what do you send your brand new member? Do you just send them the same thing you're sending to everybody else? The same email, the same newsletter, or you know. You know, if that if you are, then that's kind of like dropping them into season four, episode six. Uh, they're not going to know who the characters are. They're not going to know what's going on. They're not. It's not going to really make a lot of sense, and that, they're going to be out. And so, what you need is kind of an on ramp in order to get the member up to speed, so they're ready to engage. They know what's going on, and they can consume uh, at the same speed as all your other members. And then I look at the community elements. You know, what are they doing to keep to get their members engaged with each other, and, um, and and growing that way? And based on that, I'll come back with some recommendations and what I think it, what what I think we can do uh, in terms of money. Um, you know, so you know, I've seen their numbers. I can calculate what I think that we can do in terms of retention, and um, and let them 
evaluate whether or not that's a good opportunity for them to focus some time on. Wow, very cool. And so you have a book that you wrote, and uh, that is available in Amazon. Um, and tell us again uh, just a quick rundown of, of what's in the book and, and where we can get it. Yeah, just at Amazon.com. It's called Retention Point uh, by Robert Scrove. And, you know, it, it's a uh, – it really helps folks understand that membership growth comes from retention and, and then discusses how to do that. Um, so it's uh, it's very inexpensive. It came out the, earlier this year, I guess actually just uh, about three months ago, um, and uh, selling really very well. So and been been very popular. So absolutely could uh, let me know what, what you think of the book. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, and um, if you uh, if you like it, uh, let me know. If it help helpful, send me an email. I'll be happy to uh, happy to connect with you. Awesome. I really, really appreciate that, Robert. I will certainly be picking up a copy. And uh, yeah, friends in Amazon, you can go get it. Uh, Retention Point. I'll also put a link to the Amazon uh, book in the show notes for this episode. So if that's easier for you, you can get to it that way. Um, Robert, I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you, you travel and you, you know, do um, you work with a lot of businesses, so I really appreciate you making time for, for our listeners here. Um, any, any final things that you uh, want to say to us before we let you go? Hey, it was a pleasure, and I appreciate you reaching out, Winston. It's uh, that, the official Get Rich Guide, uh, I published the first edition in 07 and the second one in 2011. So um, I'm glad that it had an impact on you. I, I certainly know the second edition. My gosh, I probably spent 100 hours on that thing. So um, I uh, I hope it I hope it was useful and of course I've you know it, uh, we, it sold a bunch of copies so I know it did well but uh, I, I'm glad thank you for letting me know I'm I'm really happy to hear that my pleasure yeah thank you it uh, it really was yeah that's the other the book um, friends if you guys want to pick up that one I'd highly highly recommend it if you're thinking about doing anything information marketing or if you're not even sure it's a great way to get familiar with the concept and the process and um, yeah, like I said, I, I read it years ago, and it was just a very eye-opening uh, book that really inspired me, and, and it's set the way where I try to, um, you know, organize this business, the Find Your Flow project here, and uh, the book series and the podcast and all this is all built off concepts I learned in that book, so I, again, really appreciate it, Robert, and, and your time, and I'm looking forward to picking up a copy of Retention Point, and uh, I'll definitely reach out after I've had a chance to read it, so um, I will let you... Uh, Get back on with your day, sir, and I, again, really appreciate your time here, Robert, and to uh, all of our listeners out there in podcast land, take care and pick up these books. They will totally help you with uh, your projects and your businesses, and until next time, my friends, be flowing. All right, Robert. Well, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you being on the show and uh, having you know such a great being such a great inter interviewee. So thank you. Awesome. No, I'm glad it was helpful. Loved it. And uh, let me know if I can be helpful to you anytime in the future. Thank you. Certainly, I will. I appreciate that. I'll uh, let you get to it, and then I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll email you when um, when I'm getting ready to publish the episode. Um, usually it takes me um, a couple weeks to uh, get it, um, you know, produced and, and uploaded. I release it on Mondays, so uh, probably a couple Mondays out, I'll send you an email and let you know, and then um, 
and then I'll, I'll be in touch. So thank you again. That'll be awesome. I, I will be happy to promote it. Awesome. I appreciate that, Robert. Well, take care, sir. Keep crushing it, and I uh, appreciate you and your books and what you're doing out there. So I uh, look forward to reading it, and uh, I'll talk with you then. I look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Robert. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.